So, mi gente, it's Mark Tip 25 otra vez. Welcome back to El Chuco Sportscast. It's been a while, but we're back. You know who I am. This is my brother, Mario. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been a lot, but I finally got a computer up and running. And um, it's going to be a lot more simpler, in all, in all honesty. Because like, it, was, it was a pain in the ass trying to get everything situated, but... Uh, I know I've been talking about, oh, well, I was getting my, my desktop loaded, but now I have this MacBook Pro as well, just to kind of, you know, speed the process up, you know, have those and then edit it on, a, on the bigger computer to kind of save the memory and all that. And then another thing before we start, what I'm going to try and do is there's this um, podcast application called Anchor. And what I'm going to try and do is uh, upload this particular podcast episode up on anchor and it'll be the first episode for the you know audio podcast um this is episode i'm pretty certain uh 11 because the other episode 11 crapped out on me when my computer died so this will be episode 11 for the okay. <laughs> youtube part of the podcast yeah but yeah, of course. But yeah so anyhow um, to start off, I kind of want to just, well, we would like to kind of extend our grad, uh, congratulations to uh, the LA Lakers for winning the NBA Finals, the Seattle Storm for winning the WNBA Finals, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the Stanley Cup Finals. And then right now in the World Series, we have the LA Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays playing. And the Dodgers are up 2-1. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It'll be kind of crazy if Tampa Bay come back in the series and we have two Tampa Bay teams win. And you know what would be even crazier? If the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers went to the Super Bowl this year, it would be a, like a three-team deal. That they, they would be like championship city at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, something to imagine. You know, since Brady is with the Bucks, uh, it wouldn't be surprised if they got to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm not sure that they seem to have been struggling recently, but yeah. I wouldn't put it past them because it's Brady. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the um, thing, dude. Guess who they signed? Who did they sign? Antonio Brown, dude. Oh man, uh, dude, this I is don't know. Freaking what's crazy, the... dude. Like. <laughs> How are they getting these players? It, How are they getting these players? Like, who I'm, the fuck I'm not is sure. pulling these strings? It must have some hell of a recruiter, or they must have some kind of pull to uh, get them to come to play in Tampa Bay. But I, I just don't know, you know, w with all the issues that Antonio Brown has been having, I don't know how long he's going to last unless the coaching staff or the owner, or both, is able to keep his ass in check. I don't know. But if you they know, do, hey. Then yeah, at this point, if they do, then I, I foresee them possibly being a threat to win the Super Bowl against the uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, that could be. I mean, he's a hell of a player, but his personal problems and his attitude. Well, and that's why, yeah. 
are going to see- be, uh, yeah. yeah. They're going to be a bit of a, uh, an obstacle, but I would hope that he would, you know, put that aside because, Hey man, I don't know how many more other chances you're going to get. This could be the last chance you're going to get to play in the NFL. So he should, uh, just make it work, man. Yeah. And I agree, but here, here's the deal though. They signed him for a one-year deal. So if he steps out of line, they could just let him go in the off season. So it's a smart way to have gone about it. Like, Give him at least a shot, and if it doesn't work out, then yeah, you can cut his ass. But I, I don't know. I feel if if he focuses and stays the course, again, I I, I really predict them making the Super Bowl. Because uh, I mean, the Saints have been struggling. Uh, the NFC East is garbage now. It's been garbage for the past few years, dude. I don't know what happened well, to them. Even more so this year. It's just I don't know, man. For the longest time, the NFC East was the division to beat because all four teams were top tier. Now with all this going on and I, and I know with the COVID situation, it's not helping. It just feels like, I, I don't know. It's like there's a lack of, um, it's like, the mediocrity has sunk into those four teams and I don't know why. Yeah. I'm, but I don't know, but as far as like the NFC East goes, let's just keep it real, man. Like the Cowboys are really fucking God awful this year, but and a lot of it is with injury. Like I oh, feel yeah. so bad, so bad for Dak Prescott, man. He, he did not deserve to go out the way he did. That's agreed. That that pisses me off, dude, because that guy and I don't care what anybody says, like, I I don't give a shit what Cowboys fans say. He is a decent quarterback. He was performing really well. He was putting up astronomical numbers this year. And people say, oh, well, he's he's not accurate. Those numbers were in garbage time. So the fuck what? He's the only one keeping him in this game in the games. He was the only one keeping him in it. Like Zeke was struggling and he struggled last game. We saw it. He was fumbling. Like they like, I swear to God, if he doesn't improve, that's going to be very unfortunate because they overpaid his ass at that point. You know what I mean? They gave him this big ass contract and he's now fucking fumbling and not performing up to par. Like, yeah, it's, it's just not a good situation offensively, but like the, the receivers are the receiving core is a decent core. Um, CD lamb is a rookie, so we can't put too much expectation on him right now, but for what it's worth, he's been doing really well. Yeah. And Andy Dalton, I mean, I don't know. And that's the thing. Like I've, I've talked to our stepdad, dude. And he, the fact like he, he swear up and down that Dak Prescott is not the answer. And I don't know, maybe he's right. Maybe he's not. I, I, I do see there's some similarities when Romo was there versus when Dak was there. There are some similarities, but I think the difference is Dak Prescott has a little bit more gumption and heart. And I think he, he definitely wills his team a little bit more than people think he does. Um, Overall. Yeah. Maybe he may not be the most accurate, but he's better this year than he's been in the past few years and the numbers show it. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. His uh, his numbers have been amazing. He's really putting in a lot of the work and trying to keep his team afloat. I mean, there's no question about that. It's just, unfortunately, uh, with injuries, especially with the offensive line, we had some linemen go down. So mm-hmm. we have some uh, <clears throat> less experienced linemen come in to fill those spots. And they're just not experienced enough, not strong enough to protect the quarterback right now. So that's one of the reasons why uh, they're struggling uh, because they're not protecting Dak. And the other reason is um, the run game should be a lot better. I've seen Dak throw a lot more uh, than he has in the past. They got to balance it out because for the longest time, the DNA of the Cowboys have been the run they've been a running team and it's worked well for them uh i'm not sure what's happened is it because of the change in the coaching staff you know the change in the guard you got mccarthy now and it's like you know he's making dak throw more which yes he needs work on especially when he throws down deep but like with romo in the past if you remember he was throwing way too much than he was running. And if you throw too much, they're going to, you know, key in on that. And then you're more prone to interceptions. And unfortunately, Dak has thrown uh, a few interceptions uh, this season, which shouldn't have happened. So <clears throat> that's a that's going to be um, a, a something to work out. So there's their issues. I feel those are the issues on the offense is the run game. Not enough run game. Uh, and the offensive lineman is not uh, as solid as it was with the injuries. And on the defensive side, you're right. It's like... Oh, I didn't even cover the defense yet. Yeah, that's right. The defense. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I swear to God, this is the worst defense I have seen ever since I've been alive. Like, what the fuck? is going on yeah the, the then they had then they stained some injuries on the defensive side didn't yeah they? van der esch was one of them i think sean i don't know if sean lee was there or if he or what but yeah there's just been this it hasn't been up to par i mean yeah i mean van der esch is key he brings a lot of youth and, and tenacity really and tenacity yes to this defense but um, you know, Sean Lee isn't getting any younger, even though he has so much heart that he 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 goes out of his way. It's just unfortunate that he's very injury prone now because of his age. And then I, I don't know what's going on. Demarcus Lawrence is like, what? Where is he? <laughs> I mean, I know he's on the field, but it's like he hasn't been able to get pressure on the quarterback and get get any sacks. David Irving, too, is like, come on, man, you guys, where's that, as you said, tenacity? Come on, where's that a reckless abandon in a way? And then with some uh, with some of those guys gone, their defensive line is very thin, so they can't apply any pressure on the opposing team. Uh, I heard that uh, Randy Gregory is uh, coming back. Yeah, but I don't know if he's coming back to the Cowboys or what, but I don't oh. know. we'll see. Well, I thought he was still with uh, with I Dallas. Think, 
maybe, but I don't know if like they're gonna waive him or if they're actually gonna like continue to use him. I, I don't know. I, I I didn't really read up much on on the Randy Gregory situation. Well, if he were to you know stay, you know, clean and follow the rules, there would be no problem because when he was put in the game, he did well. Yeah. But because of his carelessness, <laughs> and, yeah, he would get suspended. And he's been suspended, what, for the past three seasons? Something like that. I can't remember. Like but... three years in a row, he's been suspended. He'll come in for a couple of games, and then they suspend him again because of drug abuse. I'm like, bro, yes. come on, man. Yeah, it's it's hard when you're a drug <laughs> so, user. But hopefully he, he has gotten help and he has gotten clean. But yeah, yeah I it, hope so too, man. But yeah, it's just uh, it's gonna be weird. And like, I think Earl, I say, I think it's Earl Thomas. They were they had a chance because uh, the the Seahawks waived Earl Thomas. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't at least try for him. You know, something like a shakeup on on the, the especially the uh, for a safety position. Like, well, why the I fuck heard wouldn't that, you do that. I heard that he had a lot of baggage, that he had a lot of issues that. Maybe because that's what I was hearing a lot of these guys on ESPN say about him that he has some uh, problems that I think that was the reason why the Seahawks let him go. I mean, I could be mistaken, but that's what I understand. Yeah, I mean, overall, I just I just think the Cowboys should have taken a shot like they were they were expected to pick him up and then they just decided, nah, we're not going to do it. So I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just the, the, the big issues with them. I mean, and, but the thing about Dak right now is, um, here's the thing. I, I understand what you're saying about him still like running more. I think he has, he, he would run when there was like trouble. No, well, but sometimes I mean, he holds onto the ball too long. That was another thing, but yeah. it, it's just, here's the thing historically um, pocket passers have had more success than running quarterbacks. Be that as it may, I feel as a running quarterback, you extend the games because look at Patrick Mahomes. He's well balanced. He's, he's good at the run game. When he needs to run, he can run. But when he needs to throw the ball, he can throw the ball. So that's what Dak needs to be. He needs to like, he needs to have that balance. Overall, like he when he's in danger and he can't find anybody, either a throw it away or b fucking run it. Like, well, just... yeah, yeah. I mean that that yes, that's true. As a mobile quarterback, yeah. If he's got nobody open, then he needs to take a chance and get those first down, which he has. I just feel he needs to do it a little bit more. But what I meant was, as far as the running game, he needs to get. Zeke more involved and uh, oh yeah I see what you mean like when when Romo got DeMarco Murray involved yeah it's like bro you paid uh, Zeke got paid all this money and it's not it's like he's not living up to what he's worth right now I don't know what it is I mean he has gotten good yards when I would see him play but he hasn't had that breakout not like he did his rookie and second year when he would break out and go all the way. He needs to try and do that. Um, you know, utilize the running backs a little bit more. But yeah, like Pollard you said about a balance. Yeah. yeah, Pollard. That's right. Yeah, he's really good. 
he's a good ba- backup and I hope that he uh, does really well. I, I hope he does. But you got two good running backs. McCarthy needs to utilize the running game. That's what like I said. That that was the DNA of the Cowboys for the longest time. And you know, to change it. Well, but see, be, uh, I, I see what you mean. But like, remember, we were trying to get away from this mindset from uh, from ¿cómo se llama? Jason Garrett. And yeah, I think, but I think overall, we just need a balance. Like. As long as Dak can still maintain, like when he comes back next year, hopefully he's he's healthy and 100%. Because injuries yeah. like that are really tough to come back from. So well, I hope he does. Well, what I mean, well, yeah. Look, I know we were trying to get away from what Garrett did. What Garrett did was he was too predictable. He was running the same plays all the time. So so the other teams would read would would catch on really quickly but i wouldn't i would say not to get rid of of that running dna because that's what what made him very successful yeah mccarthy needs to incorporate the running game a little bit more now you know when he was with green bay of course we we saw aaron rock but i mean you're with you're in dallas and they've been known as a running team uh yes i mean dak like I said, he needs to get better at throwing, and I feel like he has been, but don't neglect the running game when you need it, especially on the short game, especially on those uh, short yard, short downs, man, especially right there on the line. There was, it was like with Dalton. It's like several times he threw the ball when he was two, three yards from the end. So it's like, run it in. You know, <laughs> that's why it's like, come on, uh, McCarthy, you know, you know, you're a championship coach. You got a Super Bowl win. You know, I, I expect a little bit more. I don't know. It's kind of funny because a lot of Packers fans, um, they were high on him when they won, when he won. But since then, they haven't been so high on the guy. So I don't know. I don't know really what to believe. I hope to God that Mike McCarthy can fix this situation when everyone is is healthy when he has a truly healthy team, but, uh, and I don't think Dalton is the answer. I'm sorry. Like he, people are like, Oh, he's more accurate. He's more accurate. Bull fucking shit. That last game, he was far from accurate. He had two fucking interceptions. Yeah. He was, and he, he, he was, threw for less than 200 yards. How the fuck is that accurate? They were, they were not in sync. Dalton was just, I don't know what happened, man, because look, we've grown up watching him and, when he played with Cincinnati, he was solid. I liked him. I like. I still like him. I mean, he's a good quarterback because he's played as a starter. And there's many times where he was on point. Uh, it's just he never got over the playoff hump. But now that he's a backup, you know, it's like he's got to step up. I don't know how long it's been since he's been in the starting position. But come on, man. You know, you got to remember how it was when you started. So step it up. Uh, but yeah, that game, he was just not focused. I don't know what was going on, but it just seems like when Dak got injured, it's like the whole team has lost focus. And I mean, we're all human beings, man. We all lose focus. Um, uh, I, I would just hope that they find their focus soon and fast. 
because there's still a lot of games to be played. And it's like, you want to have a running for the playoffs. It's like, come on, you know. Let's see. Here's my deal, man. Like, everyone's going to be like, well, why are you getting giving him so much shit? It's just one game. But it's like, come on. And this is where I, I totally... I totally disagree. Let's let's fucking break this down. Everyone, as soon as like Dak was gone, I was like, oh, well, like from the beginning of the season when they picked him up. Oh, yeah, we got an experienced backup quarterback. Yeah, he's going to do really well if something should happen to Dak or if Dak doesn't sign. Yeah. So why why are we giving him a pass? He's supposed to be the experienced one, right? He's supposed to have this this heightened resume, right? So why the fuck? Are we giving him a pass? But Dak has had less years of experience than Andy Dalton, but nobody gives him a fucking pass. That's that's where I that's where I have problems with this whole thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, that, yeah. That, uh, if you compare Dak and Dalton, yes, Dalton is the more experienced one. So technically, yeah, there should be no excuse for why he had a terrible game. But like I said. There could be many reasons why that game was just so bad for them. Like I said, probably every one of them was unfocused, and especially at the quarterback, you know, that's where you need to be the most focused, and he wasn't. So we don't know what why, because we've all seen him play really well in the past. It's just maybe it, maybe it was a bad day, a really bad day with all those injuries. And, you know, like I said, we don't know. Well, and for also me, doesn't, yeah. what also doesn't help is, you know, like I said, with the COVID pandemic, you know, these teams also did not have a, a preseason to get working. They jumped right into the regular season. So that can also be a factor as well. And then um, also, was it that, uh, was it that Shannon Sharp? Uh, said on his show after the day after it all happened it's like from players to experience especially quarterbacks or any player when you franchise tag a player it usually doesn't go so well it's always something that happens so I don't know what it is about the franchise tag but it's just I don't know I don't know if you're superstitious or what but it seems like it's bad luck when you uh, put a franchise tag on somebody. Well, okay, but here's the thing. The Dallas organization, they did play it safe in that regard. They did play it safe because say they did pay Dak this money and then the injury still happens. Now they've paid a shit ton of money to an injured quarterback. But then again... Let's, but the same thing can be keep, said about Romo. That's what I was when saying. He that's, got yeah, hurt, that's what I was about to say. You know? <laughs> that's what I was about to say. But the same could be said about Romo because as soon as they paid him like the that big ass six year contract, he was getting injured a lot. So it's just like I don't know. At this point, you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So I, at, at that point, I can't really fault the Cowboys because they were trying to make certain that they could see Dak prove himself and he was starting to but then he got injured but overall the the main focus right now I think should be on improving the defense because had the defense at least stopped anything they the Cowboys probably could have won a couple more games but yeah again we won't know at this point well yeah I mean that defense you know Dallas has been known for having 
one of the best defenses in the league for many decades. So it's just like, uh, well, maybe, maybe not the past decade and a half, but at least decades when they were like the 60s, 70s, 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, they were no, they've been known for when they were successful to having one of the best defenses. It's like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta get that. Yeah. I mean, you got, come on, Demarcus Lawrence, David Irving, Randy Gregory comes back. Vanderish, if he comes back on paper, is like, come on, guys, you guys are. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's like, but see, but here's the thing, though, that happens every year. We're always told that on paper, this is going to be a very extremely talented team. But then guess what fucking happens? We're disappointed because it may not be as good as we fucking think it is. And that's that's the reality we're probably going to have to face. So there needs to be a shakeup. Even even with players themselves. Yeah, they, they got rid of some other players. And some were like, oh, you shouldn't have gotten rid of Brown. Brown wasn't even doing that well, dude. Like, they he he would blow coverages and he would, like, commit uh, pass interference. Well, not a pa- yeah, not, not pass interference. Um, what is it? Yeah, defensive pass interference. A lot of the times they would get called yeah. on him and he would just – yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, he just wouldn't, was, he wouldn't turn around. He wasn't a, a smart times. player, dude. I, I don't care what Cowboys fans say. He was not a smart player. Um, I don't know. But in the end, that's just what needs to happen for the Cowboys but, to be successful. Well, they got to get, you know, each one of those players. Like I said, we're all human beings. We all have our issues, but the chemistry needs to be bigger. I think that's the biggest thing, especially on either side, offense and defense. Their chemistry probably isn't gelling and they're off sync, you know, they're not on the same frequency. So it, that's probably why they're doing so well because of all this upheaval, you know, all these injured players. Now that Dax hurt, I'm sure there's a lot of chaos in the locker room. So they got to get right as far as chemistry goes. But overall, I know, and I know, like I said, the pandemic is not helping whatsoever so i'm sure people are you know um very wound up because you know there's a chance maybe during the season players get sick could get sick and and some of them have and they've had to postpone games so that doesn't help the chemistry of a team especially with what dallas is going through i mean it could be the same across the entire division maybe that's why it just sucks so bad for them. I don't know. But like I said, there's so many factors to consider uh, this year. It's just, let's just be honest, man. It's just been a shit year for yeah. all of us, for all of us. So, you know, I can only hope for the best, but yeah, is we all have to try to stay right in our minds because yeah. we, with all this, we can be driven crazy. So yeah. I, I hope they do. I hope they But do. here's my thing, man. Like, it's either going to come down to this. I think the Cowboys either A, make the playoffs, but they get they have a shitty fucking record, or the Cowboys don't make the playoffs. That's There's two ways about it. That's, but and see, and I hate this, but you know what I think they sh- the, the NFL should do? They should get rid of divisions, man. They, I think they should. Because it's bullshit when a shitty team makes the fucking playoffs. It's bullshit, dude. Like, as much as I love the Cowboys, like... The fact that they sometimes have gotten in with shitty records is is crap, dude. I, I think they should do away with divisions. Yeah, I mean, would you say the same about basketball? Yeah, dude. 
Um, or I, all sports because I know all sports. Yeah, because sometimes here, the division thing division. complicates everything. It, it just for some teams that like do better in their division than others, but not well enough all like around the league to get in is kind of just a bullshit like hand that you're dealt with. So I, yeah, I just, I don't think that's fair. I think they should get rid of divisions. And also, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I just feel also some of the divisions don't make any sense. Like take in football, you know, the NFL, the NFC East, right? Mm-hmm. How the hell is Dallas put in the NFC East? When I think of, when I look at the teams on a map, it's like, okay, you got New York, you got Philly and you got Washington all within the same region. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But Dallas is in Texas. It's, I would think that would be, wouldn't that be considered West or South region? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They, they need to, I think it, some of look, these teams it's either teams. that they restructured the divisions or they just get rid of them. I, in my, my opinion, they should just get rid of divisions. Dude. Yeah. I get mean, rid of the ri- division like entirely because it, it complicates things and it also like again a shitty team could could sneak in just because they're on top of their own division and i don't think that's i think that's bullshit so yeah i think they should get rid of that but yeah that's as far as football that's really all i had to talk about um as far as the nba um i did my eastern conference prediction video like some time ago and it was it, it came out really nice and that was probably my one of my best edited videos yet um and then my computer broke, so I did a Western Conference predictions video. I just need to put a better thumbnail on it. And, yeah, I couldn't since, again, I didn't have enough of my stuff. It's It didn't come out, like, super edited. It was just, again, me talking like this. And, yeah, dude, in all honesty, that fucking playoffs was was crazy. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. There, it was, some, there was some... Uh... We're like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, like Miami really surprised this year. And I kind of had a feeling like they were going to be a dark horse team. A lot of people had them as that. And I, I felt like, yeah, they're especially when they were beating uh, my I mean, uh, Milwaukee in the regular season. Bro, I had them. I, I had them like, well, they, they could upset them. But I don't know. Milwaukee's still like, these- well, Milwaukee, I mean, come on. They were at the top of the divi- of the conference. I was like, I was thinking they were going to do it. But when I was watching the game, when I was still working, I was watching. I looked at it like, bro, three, like 2-0, Miami? What? And, of course, in the break room, there were some guys that originally from Miami. And, of course, they were giving us like, oh, what the fuck do you say? I was like, hey, man, I'm just surprised. Miami's, uh, Milwaukee's good. I didn't expect Miami to whoop them. I was like, oh, <laughs> they're giving me shit about it. You know, giving me a hard time because what I the was fuck shocked. are they doing like... there? They're in goddamn Dallas. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyhow. No, but uh, the whole break room was going crazy because a lot of those guys were originally from Miami. They were. No, I know, Miami. but I'm just saying so it's, it's kind of like, funny. It's like it they're in Dallas. <laughs> they, 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 they're probably outnumbered there, so they should calm the fuck down. Well, yeah. I mean, but still, it, Miami did surprise me big time. Yeah. And I, can you believe Jimmy Butler? Man, that guy, dude! I knew he was worthy of winning one. He is because what he did with Chicago, I felt Chicago should at least won one with him. But 
but they, know, they, hey. they were not going anywhere. Like Jimmy Butler was a good piece. He was doing well, but I just didn't think they were going anywhere. A lot of people, f- and that's what the, the front office felt. They were not going anywhere. Like they were just going to be middle of the pack. So they, they had to rebuild. So, I mean, and hopefully next year with a new, since the bulls have a new coach, they probably could make a better like push for the playoffs because that Jim Boylan is a fucking shit coach. Like, you know, that guy, Rusty Buckets, I, I tell you about. Yeah. yeah, I've been like watching this stuff. And yeah, dude, like I see I watched a Bulls game and dude, I don't know what the fuck Jim Boylan is doing. He just he doesn't have a firm grasp of anything. It's and like, like he, back. he was like <laughs> benching Larry Markin in. I was like, dude, that guy is he's a good shooter. Yeah, he was having struggles, but like you don't bench him for that. Like he's he's still a young player. It's like uh, Chicago hasn't been this bad since the 80s, since uh, Jordan. Well, yeah, well, yeah, on. Jordan joined them and made them, like, better. He made them who, who they are. Yeah, 70s you know, and you, 80s, you, the Bulls were crap, yeah. Yeah, but, like, well, I mean, early least, 80s, But the mid-80s on, they were really good. Yeah, but it's like, man, what happened? You know, they went from, like, when you and I were growing up, you know, in the 90s and watching Jordan and that team just dominate, made the Bulls, you know, a world-renowned organization. And it's like, what happened? Well, and then they were starting to come back on the come-up with Derrick Rose, but then we know what happened there. Pobrecito, he fucking messed up his, yeah, his leg. Yeah, it sucks shit, that huh? he, he didn't take care of himself or train like he should have. Well, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that, dude. It's just sometimes when you, when you mess up a certain part of you sometimes it's hard to keep it healthy after a while but you know last year he did really well and i hope to god that he gets that someone trades for him to be on a contender man because that man deserves a championship well yeah no fucking deserves one he does it's just uh i've heard from a lot of guys that followed him and know him especially some of the people that we we listen to it's like he he was not very smart in the way he trained, the way he practiced, the way he played. He would, he didn't train himself to when, you know how he would jump and come down. He would come down really hard on his, uh, on his feet. He didn't like, he wouldn't land like he was supposed to. And that's what messed. That's why he blew his, both of his ACLs. Uh, so that was part of it. You know, uh, it's all about how you train, how you practice. It's like, like with you and I, it's, is how we practice is what and how we practice that either will make us progress or will hurt us. So, but I, I, I still have high hopes for him because he's really determined he, and he's good. It's just now with those injuries and he may not be as explosive, but uh, other than that, yeah, I wish he's still crafty and mm-hmm. he, he improved a little bit in his three point shot, not by much, but he improved a little bit. I, I just hope somebody like that's a contender trades for him because I, I want him to win a championship. I mean, cause look at, look at what happened with Dwight Howard and, and some of those other guys, man. Like I, I'm glad that Dwight, I mean, I hate the fact that he's an anti-vaxxer, but I freaking like, am happy that he won a championship finally. Like, yeah. as, especially with all the struggle he had. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I'm hoping. especially when he was freaking like defensive player of the year and he was just a, he was dominant, man. And it was so crazy that he went from being so dominant to like barely like doing okay to then having a championship. Like that's such a great, like that's such an interesting parabola, you know, like a trajectory he had. Yeah. 
I, I, um, I wish nothing but success for anyone, uh, what they do. So congrats to him. It's just yeah, kind of, congrats kinda funny. To, to the meme God, uh, Nick, um, no, it was uh, Alex Caruso. Me meme god because like a lot when uh the lakers picked up alex caruso he was like oh, everyone was making right. a butt of crazy memes about him like he, he's the goat oh the goat <laughs> oh i i haven't seen any of that yeah but you know who that is right alex caruso yeah the, I, I remember now i was like yeah he's from a m he he graduated from a m oh well good for him man mm-hmm. um but it's kind of funny how was it back in 09 that dwight was with magic with the magic when uh the lakers beat him and then now he's with the lakers and he wins <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but um no uh, regardless of where you are even though we have our um dislikes for certain teams still you know mm-hmm. they yeah, deserve and all the credit and ad really deserved this championship like there's no question and for people to say that oh well it's it's an, there's an asterisk because it's the bubbles the bubble who the fuck cares everyone had the same fucking like um advantages they were they were no there was no home court advantage yeah sometimes there were players that like either decided to not opt in and play or to like you know some of them got injured but for the most part otherwise it was pretty much um pretty much there they all had the same uh advantages so yeah we can, we it was all a level here. playing field for the most part um you know which gets me thinking you know come playoff or finals time like for any team in any sport do you think it would be beneficial for an even playground where both sides are at, you know, evenly match as far as not having any advantages. Would you think it would be ideal for teams in any sport to play on a neutral site come playoff time? I don't know. I've always thought that, well, at least it'll be fair to the teams playing their uh i i just it just ran across my mind but then at the same time it's like you know fans would have to travel and in that would that would not be fair to uh the fans yeah yeah the fans either i don't know it, it because of seeing this transpire and trying to keep people safe having it on a neutral ground i don't know it just seems like all the teams played better they weren't worn out you know, they, they seem to, I don't know, it just seemed fair. Like, not one team had an advantage. Everyone was well-rested uh, and didn't have any issues. That Well, that's because, you know, they were in the bubble. They were well-fed. They gave them time to rest. They made sure they were in good health. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, because, I mean, when, when the NFL and some of these other sports leagues play in the playoffs, I mean, they go to their – whoever, like, has the, is the higher seeds, like, playing field. And then the only difference is like the NFL plays in a neutral field when they play the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then the NHL and NFL and the MLB, they, they go back and forth. Yeah, between them. Yeah. And it's just, it's interesting. I think they should keep the playoff format the same for the NFL, NHL, and MLB. But my whole deal is that I think it would be cooler if they did the finals for all those in in a neutral zone like the like the yeah. super bowl but then again a lot of fans are not going to really like that um but i don't know 
overall, because again, we're, we're in a very strange situation. Otherwise we wouldn't be talking about this, right? We, we would, everything would just be as it is. But with this, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because you didn't have the crowd there. But when I made my some of my previous videos, I, I didn't think that would be a disadvantage. I mean, it's like if you can play in a fucking wreck without all these people around you and still do well, why the fuck do you need a crowd? Like you're a baller no matter who or what is there. And LeBron proved that. And then, yeah, just as far as like the other teams, man, like it just it really surprised me because everyone like and I mean, everyone had the Clippers, well, unless you were a Lakers fan or you just hated the Clippers. Like, everyone had the Clippers up against the the Lakers in the conference finals and making the finals. I just... I think, to be honest with you, bro, I really think the Clippers got jibbed. You know, I don't know why. Because of this year, of its significance, you know, Kobe passed away in a tragic accident. I kind of feel that they were not going to let the Clippers any, any uh, chance. And they uh. were going to give it to like, look, you both know, both you and I know how rigged the NBA can be. And I, I would, feel, I don't know, dude, I'd be careful with that. Because- I don't know. Look, look, I, you both, you and I know the reputation of the NBA officials, the organization and how they rig games. And people, yeah, will argue about this, but you and I know. And I just feel, I watch some of those Clipper games, and I'm just like, what the hell are they doing? Dude, come on, man. Well, no, but They see- were doing so good. They were doing so good, and it just, it, just, it just feels fishy to me. And even in the bubble, I saw some plays, some calls. On, all, on a lot of the, the games I watch, I'm just like, you can't get – even in a bubble, there's still that crap happening. So, okay, yes, there were some calls throughout the playoffs that did happen that were very suspect, especially when the Clippers played the Mavericks. But here's the thing, dude. Like, I don't think that's accurate because of the fact that Paul George just struggled in general. So at that point, you really cannot blame the refs in this particular instance because Paul George really struggled this playoffs. He underperformed. So if anything, you should really blame it on Paul George and Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell because they they sorely underperformed to what they were supposed to be at. Kawhi Leonard had to carry that team. And he, of course, he couldn't really do it by himself. And again, I, the, the recency bias is now that, oh, well, Kawhi Leonard's not even a good player. And, and that's bullshit. After he but, won the championship last year. The year before, yeah, I know. It, people are Come ridiculous. But I don't know. I just think, oh, man, the plane, the plane, the plane. Sorry, it's just I'm outside. Well, look, so. look, the reason why I say that is because, you know, you both and I know how sometimes they want certain teams to win. It brings them more money. Well, and, but dude, of course, okay, you know, knowing the Lakers, knowing the Lakers and their success, of course, it's going to bring them a shitload of money. Now, I'm not trying to jib at LeBron and his success. They kicked ass. But it's like, come on, man why are you going to jib the sister team in LA or the brother team in LA of that opportunity in the, like you said, in the conference runs, that would have been a great game to watch against those two teams. But I just feel that there was just something. Uh, I mean, I don't agree because um, 
Murray from the Nuggets and and Jokic, they played out of their mind in that series against the Clippers. Well, I so mean, I really, yeah. I really can't yeah. say you really cannot say that it was gypped at. The, I mean, that it was rigged at that point there because because calls that I saw. Well, just, okay, like, but dude, there was oh, calls man. going. If you look at the the box scores, there were bad calls going both ways. This was actually, in my opinion, the most neutral set and setting that I've seen. The only one I can say that was bullshit was when, uh, what's his name? Kristaps uh, uh, Porzingis got called for that tech. That was bullshit. He, that was not a foul. Oh, yeah. He blocked that ball. That. that was bullshit, dude. Dude, I watched so, that. And I'm just like, really? And there's a lot of people that think <clears throat> that the Mavericks could have beaten the Clippers had that not have happened. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's possible, but here's my deal. The Clippers to that point were still play, pre, playing pretty good. But yeah, I just think the, the Clippers underperformed. I really don't think there was anything sinister in this particular year. I really don't. And yeah, I understand what you're going at, but you need to be careful about that because it, it just kind of seems a little cheap when you say it like that. That, oh, well, it's because Kobe uh, Kobe passed away and this was the year 10 years ago that they won. Yeah, but I, I don't think we should use it like that. I don't think that's fair to say that. And I understand they were playing for Kobe, but we need to be careful how we approach that, in all honesty. Well, I, I mean, you think can say the better the team did win this year. I think the Lakers... <clears throat> were the better team they they were consistent the clippers were not they they fucked up had they been more consistent had paul george not struggled they probably could have like they they were they were up three one dude they were up three one and they lost that's that's at that point it's really the clippers fault now and that's why like doc rivers left so fired him yeah i know i saw that i'm just well they didn't fire him he he like quit no, well, it said that they fired him. Oh, I thought I thought he quit. Well, whatever. Yeah, on the announcement that I read, they said that they fired him. And I'm oh, like, okay. why would you fire him? I guess I'm misinformed. But either way, um, I mean, you could check again. Yeah, either way, yeah, be that as it may. I again, I really think the better team won. So congratulations to the Lakers. We'll see what happens to the Clippers next year. Let's see how they approach this. Uh, I know that Montrezl Harrell, I think, is a free agent. So I don't know if if they're going to try and throw something at Montrezl Harrell or, or take another route to try and boost up the team. But Paul George needs to improve. Like, he he did well in the season, but then he came to the playoffs and he, he wasn't ready, man. He just he just was struggling really bad. And I that's why, it. I hope to God that – I mean, and it's been kind of a – it's been kind of a, a, a reoccurring theme for him. Like when he, when he was with OKC, it was same shit. He was struggling. And yeah, we can say, oh, well, after like his years in uh, Indiana and then he messed up his leg, he just wasn't entirely the same. Yeah, we can say that. But then last year when he was with OKC, he had like MV, almost MVP aspirations because he was playing that well. So I don't know. Well, I just I just think he he struggles mentally in the playoffs. And that's something he has to get over in order well, yeah, to be successful. But- Right. Well, like I said, with this pandemic, all this isolation, it was it's hard, man. And especially the teams that were in the bubble, they're isolated now. Yeah, Anyone but from like, outside their family, they couldn't see their family, nobody. So for however many months, that can weigh on you. And maybe you're right. Maybe 
but maybe this this whole situation didn't help him mentally and it just weighed on him i don't know overall i think everyone had for the most part the same advantages as far as setting as far as no fans as far as just everything in general so in the end i i think this was probably the most neutral game i mean neutral series uh, set of series i've seen in a long time which is kind of nice i mean because if it was really rigged mario do you really think they would have let miami go to the finals i don't think so they would have let they would have let uh Giannis and milwaukee walk to the finals well, if like it was it, really that rigged. So I don't I don't agree with like I understand, but I don't agree with that assessment. Well, I'm just saying you guys, you and I both have seen the past. I know. That, I mean, but at it the same time, I, I understand, dude. But like that, <laughs> it takes a lot at that point because they're in a neutral site now. So it, you really can't do much there. So I, I yeah, there were some bad calls. There's always going to be bad calls. There's nothing we can do to fix that. But at right, the no, same but, time, dude, yeah. like I just don't think it's as rigged as you think it is in this particular moment. But like you've always said, it's just like, we always have to uh, call it like it is. Don't do those makeup. Yeah, I know. No, I agree. I agree. But uh, in the end, yeah. You there, dude? Yeah. I don't know why my, uh, my phone, it like (laughs) times out with the application and, and open it up again. I'm hoping um to get an up some camera. money to get an actual webcam yeah. so that way i don't have to worry about my i mean it for what it is the camera looks pretty good yeah. compared to my old laptop but if it keeps mm-hmm. on doing that that's gonna be problematic yeah anyway. and this as far as like the off season for the nba it's gonna it's it's kind of crazy because the free agency class for this upcoming off season is not as dynamic as most have thought uh, and uh, I don't know. It's going to be a very strange offseason. I just hope, at least for the Mavericks, that they can put somebody that is a decent defensive piece, whether it be – I don't think they have a dr- high draft pick this year. I, I don't think they even have one, as a matter of fact. But overall, like, they, they need to find somebody who's going to help them defensively because they were the number one rated offense last year, and they, they, they were historically the best even. But – Defense again. Defense wins championships. Yeah, and also, <clears throat> if if um, Luca and Kristaps like gel even further, I think they're gonna make a run at the conference finals. But again, it's gonna be weird because you got the Warriors coming back. Maybe their pieces aren't gonna be as strong. But knowing that Golden State Warriors front office, I feel there's something coming. I think they're gonna make a push that's like some major trade or something and it's going to put them back on the map um as far as the east like miami just i think they need to run it back with the same team like throw the bag at at dragic if for some reason they don't hopefully the mavericks can pick him up because when dragic was healthy he was playing really good oh cool do you think uh butler's gonna stay with miami oh yeah i think so i i mean there's no question in my mind. He he really proved his worth. So I think he's going to stay there and they just need to build around him and, and Bam Adebayo. As far as, I mean, he struggled this finals offensively, but he was still doing his part defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he kind of struggled against Davis, but for what it was worth, he still did pretty well. And then Tyler Hero is coming to his own. Um, Robinson, Duncan Robinson was lo- like lights out from three. So, yeah, this is still a very decent team. 
So I think they need to run it back. And then Giannis and the Bucks. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know who they get at this point because they, they do so well in the regular season, but then the playoffs come and they just can't, they just can't get over the hump. They need somebody who's going to get them over the hump. And a lot of people have been saying Chris Paul and yeah, like a couple of years um, when he was with uh, the Rockets, he was actually able to make, like he made a conference finals for the first time, but then he got injured in the conference finals. So he's just, he's so unpredictable. He's an amazing player. Like he's an amazing finesse player and like passing and all that. It's just him staying healthy. And that was a huge issue with him when he was with the Clippers staying healthy. And granted he stays healthier than Derek Rose, but, but he's not getting any younger either. Yeah. And, and the fact that, when Houston signed him, they threw this huge fucking deal at him. And it, it was not smart because he, they overpaid the guy now. And he's, he's pretty much going to be like 30, like at the near end of his career is going to be paid like 40 million, like in for a year, 40 fucking million. That's ridiculous, dude. That's ridiculous. And if the, the bucks somehow like pull some trade off to get him to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. They're going to be really good, but I just, I don't know what you do with that because I, if say Chris Paul gets injured during the season, they, they, yeah, they tried their best to keep Giannis, but I just don't think it happens. I hope. And, and if it does happen, I hope the best for Chris Paul and I hope he remains healthy and I hope he finally gets over the hump because he's an amazing player, but I just, I, I just worry that that's going to be again, another issue. And I just feel like Giannis is, he, he says he's going to stay there, but we've heard that with a lot of other players that they want to stay with the teams they're currently on. But then out of nowhere, here they are free agency. Now I'm done. Like look at Anthony Davis. He at first said he wanted to stay in new Orleans. And then when the first opportunity hit, he's like, nah, I'm done playing with new Orleans. I'm done. Well, you know a lot, I mean? of, things, a lot just, of things can happen, man. Yeah. You know, and, uh... and see the one person that has actually stayed pretty true to his word thus far is Damian Lillard for the, the trailblazers. Uh, trailblazers but i don't know and see that's another thing i think man that team is is stuck they're they're really stuck because they made the conference finals the year previous and then they got knocked out of the first round it's just they're so up and down like they're they're like middle of the pack and they just can't they just can't break out but hopefully, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. From what I've heard, I think it's sometime either in December or January. They're doing free agency and the draft, I think. Yeah, it's it's going to be weird because they're, they're going to try and do another 82-game season. And see, now that, again, we're still in the pandemic, how are they going to make that work? Like, how are they going to like, – are they going to put – everyone in Orlando because again you still face a major issue with the pandemic and are they going to get multiple hotels to place them at or do they do something where it's like still like they're they all go to Florida they have one major bubble and and then a second major bubble in another city like Miami and Orlando so they like a, a few teams play in Miami and a few teams play in Orlando and then they they travel and switch just like within in between the bubbles i mean or unless they put all the western conference teams in one bubble they all play against each other for half the season and then all the eastern conference teams play each other for 
half the season and then they switch a few like half of the western and half of the eastern and then make them play like that i don't see you know there's so many questions and how do they, how do they organize that how do they maintain that it's 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 just it, part of me feels that a they should just reduce the season and, and you know okay and see that was another issue with me about this whole playoffs they should not have fucking continued the season they should have just jumped straight to the playoffs in my opinion because Everyone was like, oh, well, it gives other people, players, a chance, uh, teams in the West a chance to try and make it. Really? Half of the teams that had that chance didn't make it. Like, the only team that made it out was the Blazers. And, yeah, the only team, in my opinion, the team that got screwed was the Grizzlies because they already had the eighth seed. And I thought that was bullshit. So, whatever. And, and I had a, a person already disagree with me on that, like, calling me a fucking idiot. But whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, it, it's just, in general... Look at the Suns. The Suns had an eight-game winning streak in that little section of the bubble. And they still didn't make the fucking playoffs. So what was even the point? What was even the point? There was none. They, they won every single fucking game. Every single fucking game. And still didn't make the playoffs. So in essence, it was a waste of fucking time. They should not have had that many teams go into the bubble. They should have just fucking started the playoffs. Because Washington was the only... Eastern Conference uh, team on the East that was the, on the outside looking in and they didn't fucking make it anyway. So what was the point? What was the point? So, yeah, I don't know. I just think it was, it was utter bullshit that they did that. They were trying to boost the ratings because their ratings were already low. As, and see, that's another reason why I don't agree with your theory that it being rigged because the, 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 uh, the ratings were already low to begin with. It didn't matter if you had LeBron or any of these other teams in the finals. The, the, Ratings were already low, and especially because of like the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone kind of being turned off by that, which I think is bullshit. I don't know why you would be turned off of people trying to fight for their rights, but whatever. And then um, freaking just in general, like the ratings were down, so it would not have made a difference. And that's just and then the fact that they they extended the season a little bit more in that regard and then went to the playoffs. Guess what? Now you're conflicted with. And as we, we, I talked about this with you before, with the NFL, the NHL, the MLB, just everything, dude, everything was happening at once. Obviously, they were going to lose even more ratings because of other sports being on at the same time. So it just was a, a, not a good recipe in general. People will disagree with me on that, but in general, it was not a good recipe. And, and again, the big issue also with ratings is the fact that, remember, streaming sites are a thing now and people also illegally stream so you're going to lose ratings because tv is starting to become a thing of the past you know mainstream yeah, media is, and, right. and tv is starting <clears throat> to become a thing of the past so yeah, obviously the, the main ratings are going to be fucking down that's a fucking given yeah so i don't, um, I don't know yeah pretty just, soon man i mean cable satellite tv is going to be a thing of the past because all those services are going to go online because it's just better that way. I mean, you think about it. A lot of houses now, except with a few for exceptions, you know, like here, like we don't watch TV. Like we don't cable. have cable. We don't have satellite. This is no point. It's too expensive when we can just pay for Internet, hook a, a, a Google Chrome stick, fire stick. or a fire start or fire stick. To the back of our TV, it gets the signal, and we can just watch uh, shows from the internet. Or, you know, you can do what I'm doing, hook 
one of your TV screens up to your computer and watch Netflix stuff in the internet. That's going to, that is going to be a thing. It's already a thing, but like I said, it's going to replace TV, uh, conventional TV and satellite to, <clears throat> cause it's a lot less expensive. Um, so yeah, you're right. Doing everything at once wasn't helping. I mean, yeah, the ratings were already low, but I still feel screwing the Grizzlies out of the playoffs. I think they were trying to match the best teams that would get them, that would give them a boost in the ratings. But even then, that didn't help. Yeah, and I get it. You're trying to make back your revenues that you lost. I get it. But you're still going to lose revenues by extending the season because you're already going to have to compete with the NFL. And America loves football. So I'm sorry, you were already going to lose fucking revenue and your ratings were already down. So what's the point? Just go straight to the playoffs. But whatever, it's done. We can't do anything about it. But right. I don't know. Overall, now again, now that LeBron has won his fourth ring, everybody's trying to create this goat debate again between Jordan and him. And in the end, it's, I don't know, for people to say that, oh, LeBron has already passed Jordan. With four fucking rings? Yes, he's oh. had more appearances, but four rings? If he win, okay, and I've already said this before. If he wins two more rings in the next two years, yeah, I will put him as the GOAT. I will definitely put him as the GOAT because having the same amount of rings plus more appearances is still an amazing feat. And by then, LeBron will have already passed a lot of Jordan's uh, statistical records. But I think you have to have both. You can't you can't just have one or the other. I think you have to have both. And I think that's going to be really hard these next couple of years because a lot of these major players are coming back. Like the Warriors, the Nets are coming back with, with KD and Kyrie. Just a lot of teams are going to get strong again. So I just, I don't foresee it happening. But if LeBron wins next year, that's going to be amazing in itself. But we have to see what happens. But overall, again, in my opinion, Jordan is still the GOAT. I don't, I don't care what people say. Well, personally, I mean, my personal opinion, I still think it's Russell, but everyone's like, ah, oh, well, he was in the 60s and everyone was not good. And, 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 and again, we, can't, we, can't, we cannot fault a guy for being from a certain era. Like, what, what is he supposed to do? Not fucking win? Not fucking try? What the fuck is he well, supposed yeah. to do? <clears throat> same well, thing with LeBron. Sick. Same thing with Jordan. I bet you years down the line, they're going to say the same shit about LeBron. So what the fuck is the point? They played who they played. Whoever was in front of them was who was in front of them. They cannot control who plays them at all. They cannot control that. So right. just leave it as it is. They are greats in their own eras. Okay? Well, yeah, if you just base it off of hardware you know, rings, of course. Yeah. And be yes, Russell. of course there's, if there's but, a mixture uh, of everything, but I think Russell had a bet, had a great impact that more people do not understand. Yes. Yeah. Offensively, he wasn't super efficient, but not very many people in that era were really that insanely efficient. And if they were, again, people are going to say that they were trash because they, of the, who their competition was and there were less teams. It's like, okay. So either way, it doesn't matter what, people say you're still going to discredit them no matter what be but like there were less teams yeah in that era but there were also less teams in the 80s so what birds and magics rings don't matter there were less teams in the 90s uh, to the thousands you're going to say his rings don't matter like that that's what we're doing now 
And I hate when people say, oh, KD's rings don't matter because he won it with a super team. Dude, you win. If you win, you win. They Again, you play who's in front of you. Yeah, I and mean, I, a lot of people like to make the argument, oh, it's not about the rings. It's like, well, then what is it then? Like, they, what's even the point? What's even the, the point? Why, they why do they play? It's about the, they think, I've heard some people talk about now, it's about their stats and what they were able to achieve. But it's like, I thought I was in the end all about winning championships. That's why they, that's why, okay, that is why they draft these players. That is why they, they sign and trade to get the chance to win the championship. That's why, why do they even do any of that? If not for that, 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 you see what I I mean? That's, that's the kind of stupidity I don't get. Yes. In context, there are other things that make a player great. I get that, but, but. That is why they play the game, period. That is why they play the game. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, but dude, for the NHL, man, holy fuck. Dallas was so close, man. The stars yeah. were so fucking close. And they looked strong, dude. I was actually yeah. catching a couple games. And this is probably the strongest. Took- they, they were, this was the strongest they'd look in years. Like last year, they were pretty decent, but like, dude, holy crap. Like they were, they were coming back from a lot of deficits, but then, yeah, just, just some bat, um, a few hits here and there, and they just the puck didn't go their way. But I, I'm excited, dude. It's it's been a while since I've been excited about hockey, and I hope to get back into that because, dude, the stars were really good this year. Jamie Ben needs to be a little bit more consistent, but you know what? For what it's worth, they they still played really well, and that that uh goalie that they picked up, Kudobin. He was like killing it, and yeah, he's he was a premiered goalie um, because uh, Bishop something happened. Bishop got injured, but man, I, I just hope I, I, and see now that now that they've signed Kudobin, what do they do with Bishop? Do they just let him walk, or do they do they keep him on again as another backup in case something happens to Kudobin once Bishop is healed? Because that would be an interesting tandem, a goalie tandem, like. Few nights it's Kudobin, a few nights it's Bishop, because Bishop was a pretty good goalie too. So I don't know, but then again, maybe it's too premature to think that Kudobin is going to be that great of a goalie. I don't know. Again, I still don't know as much about hockey, and I want to get back to that because when I was watching it, when I was like kind of mid two thousands, I was kind of interested, but like I just liked seeing people get fucking hit and scoring goals. Um, but now I actually want to learn a little bit more about the rules. I know some basics. Um, but I still would like to learn more. So hopefully you fans out there that are hockey fans can like help me get into some interesting stuff, especially if you're Dallas Stars fans. I want to know more about the history of the Dallas Stars. I know I'm at least enough information to kind of go off on. But yeah, I'm excited for this these next few years of Dallas Stars hockey, man. That's going to be really fucking cool because then I could talk about the Stars, the Mavericks and the, the Cowboys and also the Rangers. Except the Rangers have just been, I don't know, they've been struggling these past few years. They just need to find some sense of identity because they, ever since they, they lost back-to-back World Series, it's just been hard. So I don't know. I hope they, they come back. But then the WNBA, I want to, I really want to start getting into like WNBA stuff too. Because I mean, basketball is basketball and I don't care what anybody says. Like those girls play really well. And the, the Seattle Storm, man, like those those girls are amazing. Sue Bird, man. And oh my God, I forget that other girl's name, but she, she's pretty damn good too. Like they, she's again, their premier player. And I think she won 
finals MVP for them. So let's see, Seattle. Storm. There we go, Seattle Storm. Yeah, because they just won the championship. Uh, yeah, Brianna Stewart. Yeah, she's the forward. Yeah, she was she was really good this year. Yeah, and I'm pretty certain Sue Bird is going to be – well, and also Brianna Stewart. Is, they're going to be Hall of Famers. So that's going to be cool. Uh, I just hope now that Dallas has a, an, a WNBA team, I can follow them more. I followed them a bit here and there, and they, they were kind of like back and forth. Like they were starting off a little slow, and then they started coming up again. But then afterwards, they just – yeah, I don't know. You there, bro? Yeah. All I see is your, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just starting a little dark. Yeah. I mean, it's, here. it's the first video in a while, so it, it is whatever, but yeah, I mean, we're going to post this one and then do like, uh, I'm going to download the audio to anchor just so we can kind of have that started. So yeah, this will be like the first episode for the, um, audio podcast that I hope, hope to God makes it onto Spotify. Cause that'd be fucking amazing. And then hopefully maybe we can get some sort of sponsorship because that would be cool that would be very cool but yeah i'm excited about like a lot of things to come but i'm also very uncertain because again this whole situation has put everything at a weird spot but we have the nfl right now and also college sports oh that's another thing utep 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 good old hometown team they they're better than last year I'll at least admit that. So that's at least a good sign. But for the most part, they're still mediocre. I mean, like last, I mean, this season, they're three and three. And yeah, they lost really fucking horribly to UT. Oh my God, that was bad. But I see a lot of potential in the running game because they're, they're running backs. Like I think their star running back, uh, had 117 yards today. So that's that's a good plus that they have a good running backs coach. It's just everything else needs to fall in line. Like UTEP for a long time just hasn't had a very good defense. Like, because there have been years where they have a decent offense, but their defense can't stop anything, man. I just don't know what to say. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, because from the last time we spoke, it looks like there is potential to head in the right direction. I can see that now, but that's really going to depend on how things go the next seven weeks. Cause there's always, man, there's already been six games played, huh? Since they're three and three now, cause they just yeah. lost to Charlotte today. Like we'll see what happens if they win the next four games. I think that's going to be at least a decent season. We can say that. But if, if they lose the next four, then I'm going to be like, yeah, well, there's always next year, right? <laughs> we say that every year, but hopefully, hopefully that is the case. I mean, the QB, like he's okay at times, but I, I think um, he's a little bit inconsistent. And see that, that in my opinion, that is an inconsistent quarterback, a quarterback that people are like, oh, he underthrows, he overthrows. Yeah, but I've seen Dak make better passes and throws on a consistent basis than this quarterback does. And yeah, you're saying, oh, well, you're comparing an NFL quarterback to a college quarterback. I don't know, man. Football is football. And if you're not accurate, you're not accurate. I don't know. I don't know what else to say to that. But 
Yeah, that's just the the issue. Like there's there's starting to be some sense of wanting to win, at least from the running back core. But I just think um, the play calls are still very questionable because I, I saw I caught a little bit of uh, the third or no, the fourth quarter, like last part of the third, early part of the fourth quarter. And I just they cannot stop the run game to save their lives. That front line for the defense is it's like fucking Swiss cheese. They, they, they let anything through and yeah, overall it's, and, and then the, the passing again, once uh, they start making better, like, okay, th- there was a stretch where there was some potential, but I, I don't know, like the guy, the quarterback at one point, it was like four and six. They, they converted on one, uh, fourth down and they converted on they tried to convert on this one but the guy just stood there like there's like they get through and then there's two guys like there but he just stands there he didn't fucking run i'm like what are you doing run or like try to get the first down try but he just like stood there with the ball and he didn't fucking do anything so i don't know again maybe i'm being overly critical but i just felt there's just no sense of like direction they're better but not entirely i just hope the best for utep because i i love utep i have always have but there's just there's just no consistency (laughs) i don't know what it is when it comes to football but it's like come on a texas team should represent texas football the highest order (laughs) I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. The demon, come on, man. It's, this is, uh, you know, you're supposed to be come highly recommended. Uh, so he really needs to make something happen. Or whoever the recruiters are, they really need to step up their game. Because, yeah, you're trying to build up a reputation in a college program, but you got you to gotta go after the talent and uh you know make it happen now with this situation it hasn't helped because i heard that they were letting go of a lot of their staff uh in the athletic department so i don't know if that's a factor but come on you know you you know we haven't seen it do really well not since mike price's early days when he was here, yeah, they kicked ass, but well, was, early days for us, but yeah, no. early day. Well, but still, <laughs> the early days of Mike Price when he came first came, mm-hmm. yeah, they kicked ass. But it seems like when it seems like he got started to get complacent, and it just was like, Ugh. so <clears throat> it's got to go back to that. Yeah, there that just needs to be a stuff. more winning culture and mindset. I just, I don't know. I, I hope the best for them. And they it, it looks like there's a sign of wanting, but it's just getting the right pieces at this point. Do it. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh, our athletic director will, you know, come on, make things happen, make the moves, get the, re- get on the recruiters to go look for the talent everywhere, home and across the country, mm-hmm. because you always find, you always find someone, but uh what would piss me off about Price's recruiters, he never recruited in town. He'd always go out, which there's nothing wrong with that, but you never know. There could be some 
some homegrown talent that kicks ass, like with the Jones brothers. <laughs> you yeah. know, come on. Recruit everywhere, locally and nationally. I don't know what it is, man, <clears throat> but I don't know if there needs to be a fire litter under the coach's butt or the athletic director's butt, but I was like, come on. Institute a winning culture in football here because it's Texas. And I know these guys can be great. I know this program can be great, but you got to pull all the stops. Yeah. Now with track and field, that's another story. You know, track and field has got it down. We hold more, we owe more, you know, NCAA championship titles in track and field because it's a well-known program and that's what we do. But in basketball, you know, in football. Yeah. I mean, basketball, they, <laughs> that's what we they got have- ours. We got one. And the only one in Texas that still boggles my mind. Yeah, that Texas Tech almost had it last year, though. Texas almost. Tech. Well, that's why I gave them props for that. You know, they came runner up. I don't know. So, Part of me kind it. of likes the allure of that, though. Part of but me it, kind of. I know we. I know our basketball team can win more, but we got to institute a winning culture. The what what Haskins left behind, but I know this school all around with all the other sports can be more, but the athletics director really needs to like come on you know be the go-getter and and try to help these try to help these teams get up there well i mean in the last year before covid hit like the uh utep basketball team was starting to actually look pretty good yeah like i forget williams i I forget his name or like his first name but he was he was really good he was really good and like posting up and like fading back like that that kid was good so I hope he plays one more year, at least, hopefully, because he was really playing out of his mind. Like this, they, that team looked like they were really good. But we'll see. We'll see when the time comes for basketball to come around again. Yeah, like I said, I hope my alma mater can do well athletically. I mean, I yeah, know it can. Town team, yeah. But anyhow, um, that's really all I had to talk about today. I mean. I'm just glad that we were able to do this again, that I have at least a nice computer that can like film a lot nicer picture quality and just have something. Same here. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like I said, I'm going to post this one, the audio onto Anchor and try to at least get our name out there because I would hope I would hope this takes off a little bit more. And I really hope you all liked this video and that you all, you know, Continue to support us and, and, you know, share with anybody, you know, because this would be really fun to do. And as I stated, it's going to be a little slow again. I'm going to try to make certain I do at least biweekly just so I can kind of weigh the situation because I'm still kind of transitioning um, with a lot of things in my life. But I'm glad I was able to do this again, especially with my brother. So it's going to be exciting. But anyhow, was there anything else you wanted to say today, mi hermano? No, man, I'm just glad that at least with all this craziness and uncertainty that we're getting back into this. And I hope that we can sustain it and hopefully grow our audience and hopefully they catch on, man. So uh, I hope your channel grows and I'll try what I can to help with that. And I ask you and everyone out there, if you can, please subscribe to my channel as well. Red MT 25, you know, be, you know, watching, me play games with fellow other fellow YouTubers and friends and also uh, 
with a podcast and reaction video series that I'm creating called Red Reacts. So uh, I appreciate if you uh, came in to uh, like and subscribe my channel as well. So uh, it would be great, you know, if any other YouTuber can do this, uh, then I'm sure we can too. So we appreciate your support. Alrighty, andale pues. Suscríbete a mi canal y hasta la próxima, mi gente. Adiós, adiós, adiós. adiós.